Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 111 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Razgrees, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. And Buck, occasionally the stars just align when I'm going through the stories and trying to figure out what we're going to cover uh, for each episode. And it just how happens I had enough stories for an entire episode of airline fiascos, as you will, for this entire episode. So uh, everything on here is going to have to do with airplanes. If, if, if you've ever had an issue with an airline or an airport, this is probably the episode for you. Uh, when's the last time you flew, Buck? I'd have to say close to about 20 years ago was the last time I got on a plane. So I, I have literally flown around the world, and I got to tell you that the most disappointing experiences I've ever had with airlines or airports in general have always happened in the U.S. Uh, I've never had any problems anywhere else. Uh, I had a really rough landing in China once, and um, that scared the, the bejesus out of you. But I, I'll tell you, at least the, the staff was nice. You know, <laughs> uh, that's not that's more than can be said a lot of times in the U.S. Um, but we also have an issue not just with staff, but with with passengers. Passengers acting like total jackasses, and we got a little bit of a little bit of everything in this in this episode, Buck. So let's get right into it for the episode. For, um, yeah, an episode, a story from CNN.com. This man is trolling his airline with PowerPoint presentations to find his missing bag. You know, a, a lot of times I like to go into these stories cold, Buck, but I actually saw the PowerPoint presentation this guy did on, on like a viral video site or something, and uh, it, it was actually quite amusing. But let's. Let's see what CNN has to say. We all know that sinking feeling when you're at baggage claim waiting for your bag to arrive and everyone seems to be getting theirs first. Normally, you're predicting something that won't happen. Your bag pops out just as you think it's lost forever. But for some unlucky people, worse fears are realized and sometimes that means losing precious items of huge sentimental value. Elliot Sherrod, one of the unlucky ones on April 17th, and his new wife Helen were flying back from their wedding in South Africa when Sherrod, where Sherrod used to live uh, to their home in the UK. It has been the trip of a lifetime. Their wedding was booked for, for 2020 before re, being rescheduled to 2021 right before Omicron hit. Finally, they made it. It was everything to us. We were coming off an absolute high of happening, finally being married in a place that was special to us. They checked three bags for their complex trip home, Johannesburg to Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi to Frankfurt, and Frankfurt to Dublin. Uh, the booking was with uh, Ethad. I'm not sure. I never heard of that line before. Which run a direct Abu Dhabi to Dublin route uh, when they were booked. But they had canceled it during the pandemic and switched them out to an Ethad route to Germany and then code share with Aer Lingus to Dublin. From Dublin, the starting point of their trip, since flights were much cheaper, they were due to fly with Aer Lingus to London Heathrow. Only when they reached Dublin, their bags didn't turn up. Luckily, Sherrod had a secret weapon. A secret weapon, Buck. Air tags. Have you played with air tags yet at all? I own four of them. I, so do I. I have. I, I've actually air tagged both my vehicles. I've, I've air tagged my dogs. <laughs> they have collars that have air tags in them, <laughs> so that I can find the little bastards when they decide to go for a, a walkabout. Hasn't happened yet, but I, I anticipate it will because the the little one tried to go into the fence last night. I digress, though. Uh, he'd bought three of the Apple products, which emit tracking alerts via Bluetooth and are hidden in each suitcase. 
I did it because of our, itiner our itinerary was quite robust. We were traveling through multiple airports. It has more of a security on the way down. The wedding dress and the suits weren't in our cases, but it was for a peace of mind. So he and Helen had watched in real time, re uh, <laughs> relieved as their cases arrived at Plainside in Frankfurt. Just one problem. When they checked again, the cases had moved to a gate area at Frankfurt. They'd never been loaded onto the plane. We were annoyed, frustrated, and tired by that point, but still optimistic. We thought, hey, they'll stick them on a flight. I don't think, I didn't really think much more of it. Aer Lingus staff said they'd route the bags from Frankfurt to London to deliver them to the Sherrod's home in Surrey outside the capital. And indeed, the following night at 10 p.m., a courier arrived. The only problem, there was just two bags. The third, Helen's suitcase, containing wedding cards, handwritten notes from the lodge they stayed at, the order of service, and itineraries they had made for their guest, was according to its air tag at a random address in Pimlico in central London. Repeated calls, emails, and DMs to Aer Lingus and its designated carrier service, Eagle Aviation, had drawn blanks. Sherrod said that Aer Lingus had told him at different points the case had been identified in its new location, brought to the Sherrod's home, only to find that they're not there, and it had fallen off the system completely. Meanwhile, Eagle Aviation has not responded to messages via its contact form or answered the phone. So after a response from Aer Lingus CEO Lynn Embleton's office that told him that their baggage team was looking into it, he decided a new approach, recording videos addressing the airline and posting them on social media. I like this guy. He's, <laughs> he's even put through a PowerPoint presentation video, talking the airline through the saga and sharing their often conflicting uh, messages to him. Uh, Sherrod told CNN that it's the only way he could get their attention by naming and shaming them. But his saga, which comes during a period of baggage chaos at UK airports, which airlines blame on understaffing, shows that customers tracking their own luggage may be a sign of things to come. Apple's AirTags, which launched in April of 2021, cost $29, with a pack of four coming in at $99. They're small enough to hide in a suitcase, and in Sherrod's is in a, uh, is in a sock, apparently. <laughs> but once linked to an Apple device, it can be traced to their location within meters. In loss mode, it emits signals that are picked up by any Apple product in the vicinity and passes back to the owner, meaning that an iPhone user walking past Sherrod's bag will inadvertently help alert him to its location. That's how he knows that on April 24th, or 21st rather, four days after the case went missing, it made two journeys. Uh, both within a couple of blocks of, the, of its Pimlico location. Since then, it has not moved. Helen's gutted, he said. It's her bag, her clothes, and she's been very uneasy feeling about where her property is. The couple now believe it has been stolen and has been reported to the police. Sherrod, a AV geek, isn't the first frequent flyer to use air tags to try and reconnect with his bags. AV Geek influencer Paul Lucas tweeted the saga of his lost bag on the TAP flight from Lisbon to Madrid. He was also able to track its journey around Lisbon Airport before finally returning it, uh, returning with it in returning with it in Spain. That doesn't make any sense. It's what it says, but it doesn't make sense. Uh, CNN's sister website, Uncensored, called AirTags the ultimate travel companion last month. They have also recommended uh, Chipolo and Tile trackers. Neither Aer Lingus nor Eagle Aviation responded to requests for comment. 
Go on. I will. I no. I just. I absolutely love, and one hundred percent. I don't have a hundred percent confidence in them, but I, I'd have a marginally above, say, eighty percent confidence in my air tags, and uh, and this is a glowing and glamoring like success story in my opinion i mean like yeah the bag's still unrecovered and whatever but you know what it's nice to be able to call up to somebody and be like no you are in fact not doing everything you can i actually know for a i can tell you with a hundred percent certainty that everything you are doing is not what you are doing because i can see my bag why aren't you go getting it yeah, I'll tell like, you where it's at. If you watch his PowerPoint presentation, he's even got pictures of the building that the bag is in because he can pinpoint it that close. Um, I, right. I, I can literally, like when uh, my, my my little wiener decides he's going to hide somewhere in the house, I can take that sucker and I can it shows me an arrow and I can find his little butt hiding under a table or I can hit a little button to make it make a noise. I love air tags. They are They are great. Um, I, I have them in my vehicles, like I said, so that I can find them. And like the other, a uh, couple of weeks ago when, um, you know, Mrs. Raz had to take a flight, we were able to see where the vehicle was at, at the airport parking lot. You know, it, it, they're, they're great devices and they're cheap. That's the best thing. They're so cheap. Uh, but you using them cause you know, up until this point, you were at the mercy of the airline saying that, Oh no, but we don't know. We never got that bag or, Oh no, that bag was delivered to your house. And uh, it's like, no, I can prove that it was an asshole. Uh, this is a game yeah. changer for this kind of thing. It really is. It, you know, I have some, it, no, I, have, I, I, I have some flights coming up in a couple of months and I'm, I'm seriously considering ordering some new air tags right now. I don't blame you, man. And you know, it's not, uh, well, it's an invasion and blah, blah, blah. I've heard people say that. Oh, well, first off, you explained to me one thing right now. How is tracking my own personal property an invasion of shit to anyone? You know, it would be an invasion to a thief who stole it. Yeah, um, I'm really okay with that. Yeah, I, I really like, am too. And here's the whole thing with air tags that people are, are for, because everyone's going, oh, they're using them to stalk people. Bullshit. They're not. And I'll tell you why they're not. Because if an air tag does not belong to you, and they're about the size of a quarter, a little bit thick, about about the thick as four quarters, but it's about as big around as a quarter. So they're they're not big, but they're not tiny either. If you are around an air tag that doesn't belong to you, it's not associated with your Apple account, or even uh, I believe it works on Androids too, but I don't want to say that definitively because I don't have any experience with it. But if the air tag is around you for too long a period of time, it will alert your phone saying, "Hey, you've been around this air tag that's not yours." For quite a while now, do you want to try and find it? And it will let you find that AirTag, and it will then you know be able to contact. You can get the contact information for the owner. So no, people are not using these as stock, and if they are, they're doing it real bloody quick because those damn tags, you know, they'll start alerting real quick. Um, one, one of the biggest downfalls with them is you can't share them between Apple accounts. It's only going to be associated with one account. So uh, for a while, they were showing up on my my children's and my and my wife's phone saying hey you've been around this air tag so we had to go through and manually ignore them on all, on all the devices uh, but no they don't they don't just um you can't just drop it in someone's purse and follow them home it's not the way it works no uh and everyone just likes to sensationalize shit but i i'm definitely gonna be 
I, I guarantee you right now, <laughs> working in an airline has got to suck because you've got to be getting those, those little alerts all the time because everyone is getting on this and, and, and they're sick of the airline shit. They're sick of paying for a service that they're not getting and, and they are tracking the That's- bags themselves. Right. And there's and and again, I will I will say that I personally not only don't see a damn thing wrong with that, but I actually am a huge advocate of it. Why wouldn't you want to keep track of your own shit? I mean, like, why? Why wouldn't you? Why would you not like if you were presented with the opportunity like, hey, you're taking a long trip. Would you like to know exactly where your luggage that you can't? personally carry and take with you would you like to actually know in real time where that is you you look at me and and find me a person that says no hard decline on that no no i don't i don't care where any of my stuff is you find me that one person see i i i have a really hard time trying to make up a counter argument and i can't there there is no counter argument to this Mm-mm. It's my shit. I'm going to track it if I want to. Screw you. And, you know, the only reason the airlines would have anything to say about it is because it's calling them out on their bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's all there right. is to it. So, uh, no, I, I can't. I, I, I fully I fully endorse, you know, shaming companies that, it, that actively try to cover up their malfeasance. So, yeah, by all means, do a PowerPoint a week. I'll yeah. watch it. I'll watch it. Damn right, man. And, you know, it's not even shaming anybody. All you're doing at this point in time, is just calling them the task. That's it. It's like, hey, motherfucker, you said you were going to keep an eye on my stuff, and you obviously haven't. Especially when so, you consider I how mean, much you have to pay for a fucking care or a, a checked bag or an extra bag nowadays. Jesus that's, Christ. Yeah, man. It's not a pack. It's not a pack of gum. That's for damn sure. But either way, I'm going to go ahead and I I'm, I'm going to give the airlines a four on this one. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Our next story comes from WSB TV Atlanta 2. Florida TSA officer faked burglary report to cover for being late to work. <laughs> this isn't the first time we've had a TSA agents try this and had a story on the show. But this comes out of Polk County, Florida. A Florida woman is accused of faking an armed burglary report to avoid getting in trouble for her tardiness. According to WFTS, Polk County Sheriff's deputies on Monday arrested Tampa Airport Transportation Security Administration Officer, Jesus Christ, that's a long title, uh, Talita Collier, 34, of Winter Haven, on charges of criminal use of personal identification in uttering a false document in connection with the incident. That's some goofy names for charges, but whatever, it's Florida. In a Tuesday news release, the sheriff's office said Collier had uh, been enrolled in a TSA employee improvement plan for excessive tardiness, was late to work on March 20th. Once she arrived at work, Collier told her supervisor she was late because while she was at her parents' home, a man armed with a knife attempted to burglarize her parents' vehicle. Collier told her supervisor she drew her agency-issued weapon and pointed it at the alleged suspect, causing him to flee. Collier was asked to send the incident report to her supervisor, text her manager an incomplete screenshot of the document that looks similar to a police report. Detectives with a sheriff's office later examined the image and determined it was an obvious fake PCSO report, uh, adding that the deputy named on the document wasn't even in the country when the alleged burglary took place. 
You can't make this stuff up, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said in a statement. I don't understand why anyone would go to the extent of creating a fake police report to avoid a reprimand at work for tardiness. Collier was booked into the Polk County Jail and released on bond, according to the Sheriff's Office records. <laughs> okay, folks, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a, on a secret here. Two things you can do in this particular scenario that didn't need to make this monkey go around as big as it was. One, if you ever get a flat tire, take a picture of it. You can use that picture <laughs> any time you want. I got a flat tire. Here's a picture of it. And no one's really going to question you. Number two, um, this is her name is Talita Collier. She's a woman, 34. If you just look at your employer and say female problems, no one is going to question it. No one. Never. Never. <laughs> just say No, and you know what? Problems. It's, it's, and you know, it may sound like we're joking around about that, but I, I really don't think, I don't consider that a joke. I think of it as the same way as I do playing the cripple card. Like, I really do. Because all women will sympathize and empathize with that. With, with that. So if you're, if you're, boss is a female and you say girl problems your female boss is going to be like say no more and if you look at your guy boss and say girl problems your guy boss doesn't want to touch that with a 10 foot fucking pole please say no more <laughs> yeah it's like oh like you don't even have to get the last syllable of problems it's only a two syllable word but if you start off with girl pro you get that far your male boss is going to be like nah yep <laughs> Just remember, yep. just remember, you can only use the excuse once a month. <laughs> well, it, you know what, though? I mean, like, it just depends on your boss. I mean, like, if he doesn't have a good, good sense of time. Or the, but or I, or I, the you know, female anatomy. <laughs> that's surprisingly, that is a surprisingly terrible thing. That is a surprisingly True. terrible thing. Like, True. people, people who don't have an idea about that. But I, I we we can go off and spin off on that all day long. But moving back to this one, you know, m making up a false police report to get yourself out of work. First well, lesson. See, therein lies the thing. She first, didn't, she didn't actually make a false police report. She um, doctored up a fake police report, took a picture of it, tried to send it to her supervisor. And, and a lot of people think the TSA or law enforcement. They're not. Uh, mm -hmm. They are a pseudo security law enforcement agency um they're not sworn uh the tsa is you you can for most police and law enforcement jobs um depending on where you're at uh, most of them want at least a two-year degree um a lot of places like we're like in the areas that i'm in now in the rural parts of the of the americas um we don't need uh they don't need, they don't need any kind of college degree. They want it, but they're so desperate for law enforcement at this point. They'll take anybody with a high school diploma. Uh, that being said, the requirements for a TSA agent are typically a GED and a pulse. Uh, they're not exactly rocket surgeons. And I'm sorry if you work for the TSA, if you're making a living, great. I'm happy for you. You have a job and, and um, that's great. It's, you're not, you're not just being a lump, but it, it, don't try to glamorize it and say you're saving the world or that, uh, you have some kind of highly professional job because you don't, you have this, you're, you're not even, you're like underneath 
corrections officers. Okay, you you you're not and that's, you're, you're mm. just you're just above the guy at the mall, but you're still under COs. Just saying. You know, though there there is a certain degree of uh, comfort, false comfort that one gets with a job like that, and uh, and I think that this person definitely suffers from that too. But this dumb, that, uh, if this, that, if this idiot hadn't said, "Well, I pulled my weapon on him and I showed him who was boss," and they ran away, they probably just would. If I would have came out and said, "Hey, this happened," it, I was shaken. You know, I didn't bother calling the cops because the guy didn't get anything. But you know, um, what do you think I should do, boss? You think I should call? You know, it, it, it just played it up a little bit better. Had a little bit better acting chops instead of trying to you know, account for every detail of what possibly could come of it. You know, the, only reason, uh, yeah. the, only, the only reason he told her to write the damn incident report is because she said she pulled her weapon. <laughs> exactly. No, and the, see, that's where the whole thing derails, man. Like, anytime you're creating a bullshit story, the less people that you need to co-sign your account, the better off you are. Exactly. Like, don't don't sit there and rely on anybody else's knowledge or account, even if you, like, pre-script out your excuse. If you have to involve another person, like your excuses, like Raz said, they should they should be like a flat tire, girl problems. Those are all things that are unilateral to you. No one can question it. But telling the harrowing tale of how you fended off a burglar with your service issued firearm that now you know your boss is legally obligated to make you file a report because you're dumbass admitted to skinning that smoke wagon while you were off the clock. Like, you took a weapon that was given to you for only to be used for one fucking purpose and one purpose only, to do your job. And now, now you want to make yourself a hero by saying, oh, no, 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 I was almost robbed, but thanks to my trusty firearm here, of course, you're, of course your boss is going to be like, whoa, hey, man. You know, lady, great job. Great job. Go golf clap for fending off any any personal bodily injury. However, there is the one little issue of you, like, really, really egregiously breaking the law by pulling out that firearm. And uh, and now we're going to need you to bring ink. We're going to have to get you to bring ink and paper into this. So why don't you go, just go ahead and jot that whole story down for me? You know, and like, that, no, and, no. And, you, and that's when mm. she knew. She fucked up. <laughs> You're damn right, man. And, you know, I, there's the, there's a part of me that feels kind of sorry for this. Not not for the fact that she didn't get away with it, but more so I feel bad for the fact that your life sucks that much that you have to make that kind of an excuse to get out of work. And I just, I don't I don't really get it, per se. I, I just, it, it, it falls a little short of my rationale. And uh, it's kind of unnecessary, if you ask me. I'd have to give this woman a three, uh, if uh, yeah. if I were to. Considering that, you know, there's talk of a firearm involved that usually goes up, but there wasn't actually. Uh, I wouldn't think. Uh, so now, bullshit. We, we're give, we'll give her a three. All right, we're back, Buck, with everyone's favorite. Well, no, I, I'm not going to say that, but they are slowly catching up to uh, the number one worst airline in the United States, and that's Spirit Airlines. Have you ever heard of Spirit? No. They're kind of like the Greyhound of the Skies. 
Um, you know, Southwest, you know, that's that's got like the um, the moniker of the Greyhound of the Skies, but I think Spirit's trying desperately to take that title. It, it is a discount airline where you pay for your flight, and then for every little thing that you want to add on that you would normally have on a regular flight, there's a, there's an up service. Um, oh, you want to drink? Well, that's a cash. We're gonna you have to have cash to buy a soda on from the cart. Um, they, I swear to God, I've never been on a Spirit airline, but I, I, I just envisioned the stewardess having that little change clicker they used to have. The guy at the arcade used to have on his belt. Remember those? Mm. Um, and, and it's just it's it's a mess. It, it really is. You never hear anything good coming out of a Spirit airline story. And this particular case is no different. This comes from the Daily Dot Daily Dot Did they leave with an empty plane? Customer says Spirit Airlines moved flight time up and notified her two minutes after the plane left. <laughs> In a viral TikTok video, customer Kaylee Reed says Spirit Airlines emailed her about the change in flight times two minutes after the plane left. If you need one more fucking reason to never fly Spirit, here it is. Uh, Reed says that her flight was scheduled to leave Las Vegas at 4 p.m. and they arrived at 2.45 p.m. to check in. That's like plenty of time, right? She says. However, when Reed made it to check in, the Spirit employee told her her flight had already left and that she should have checked her email for notification about the flight time change. Reed says she received an email at 3.02 p.m. that said the flight would leave at 3 p.m. instead of an hour later as planned. That's two minutes, two fucking minutes after the plane had left, the TikToker says. Reed says that she spoke with many other Spirit customers who were supposed to be on the same flight, but missed it due to late notice. She also says that customer service provided no help, refunds, or compensation. We're trying to talk to a customer service rep, and she's like, you missed your flight. It's your fault. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know how they're getting away with this. In a follow-up video, Reed says she disputed the charges through her credit card company, American Express, and was able to get all of her money back. Spirit's customer service team reached out to her in an Instagram, but she says they soon ghosted her. Reed and her husband had to stay in Las Vegas for an additional two days before they could get back on another flight on Southwest Airlines. She says her husband missed two days of work as a result. Never fucking fly Spirit, Reed says. Don't do it. Pay the extra, however many hundreds it is, to go with a Delta flight because they are reliable. They will get you to your destination. And if you fly someone else and you're going to have to spend the extra money anyway. Her initial video received 8.6 million views and many videos, um, I'm sorry, many viewers were shocked but not surprised. Did they leave with an empty plane? LMFAO. The fact that Spirit is, Spirit is still operating business baffles me, another chimed in. I'll ride on Heelys across the country before I fly Spirit, a third user joked. Several others shared their own horror stories when flying with Spirit Airlines. Waited seven hours in an airport yesterday, delayed four times, and then canceled. Thanks, Spirit, one user said. Luckily, stuck in Cancun right now because Spirit canceled the flight. Can't get home for another two days. At least I have Margs, another user declined, uh, claimed. The first and last time I tried to fly Spirit, my flight was canceled less than 24 hours before the flight back, uh, back got canceled while we were boarding, a third user shared. The Daily Dot reached out to read via email and Spirit Airlines via email. Doesn't say whether they got a response or not, just says they reached out. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's that's Spirit Airlines in a nutshell right there. 
Uh, it really is. I mean, we've all had incidents where flights get delayed. It sucks. Um, I've had flights canceled because of weather, but that's not the airline's fault, typically. But in this case, this is just complete and utter mismanagement. Yeah, it sounds to me like they overbooked their flight and they were like, uh, our business is already struggling enough. How can we loophole our way out of this without giving anyone a refund? Uh, all right, anybody with any ideas, go. Somebody's like, all right, we'll send out a cancellation of flight email two minutes after the flight leaves and then try to pawn it off like it was their fault. Oh, it wasn't even a cancellation. Deep. They literally had the plane leave an hour early. Then as soon as it was yeah. gone, notified people, hey, by the way, your flight left an hour early. F- thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> No, man, everybody, what they did was they got the numbers of everybody who checked in already for that flight. They were like, oh, fuck, we're already full. Send it off. Let's go. Board them. Send them. We'll take care of the rest. I mean, it's possible. That could have happened. You know, Spirit Airlines is one of of those airlines that are, are contemplating having the standing seats. Have you seen these damn things? Where they, you actually have to stand up for your entire flight. You just have this kind of thing you lean on, and it sits in your grundle. Uh, th- th- yeah, they've they've actually considered doing those. There's there's they're being manufactured and sold at trade shows, and Spirit's one of the ones that have been considering using them, so they can almost double their seating occupancy. Make you stand. That's ludicrous. Make you stand the entire fucking flight. <laughs> Boy, I wonder how that would work for me. Ooh, that's interesting. That no, and I'm not even trying to be like funny about it. Like I'm just wondering, like if all you have are standing seats, how are you going to get my crippled ass on your fucking plane? Because I, I assure you that whatever whatever you think you have that's supposed to help me stand up, I'm not using it. Like that's that's just like you go ahead, you go ahead and postulate. Oh well. You know, these are ergonomically designed to be able to help you, you know, deal. Th- yeah. I got I got at least four people named ologist that strongly disagree with everything you're saying. Standing up on a flight for the entire flight. Yep, that's yep. that's a hard sell, man. I'll send that's you, a hard sell, man. I'll send you pictures of them later. They're kind of they're kind of funny. They're just hilarious to look at. They kind of remind me of those um, like roller coasters where you hang down below the track. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of those, but anyway. So yeah, Spirit Spirit really screwed the pooch on this one, uh, and it, oh, and it would man, it, it, you know it'd be a funny story if it wasn't for the fact that Spirit pulls this kind of shit all the time. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. when you're when you'd rather fly Southwest than Spirit, I mean that says something. I was about ready to say that. I was like, when the hell did we evolve as a society to where Southwest Airlines became the upgrade? Maybe this is a conspiracy by big airline. They all got together and said, hey, let's make an airline so bad, so bad, that all the other airlines look good by comparison. Because that's kind of what this reminds me of, what this could be. You know what? There's I'm not I'm not ruling anything out. I you know what? Until we investigate further, which we won't. But until we until until somebody until somebody gets us a definitive answer on this, I think that's a really good theory to 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 hang our hat on, man. That's a, that's an excellent that's an excellent grave to dance on. 
Well, considering like, the, mm. the amount of people inconvenienced by this, the amount of financial loss from all those customers having to rebook flights, uh, fight with their credit card companies and everything else, I'm going to go ahead and give them the five. This isn't just inconveniencing mm. one or two people. This is an inconveniencing and costing financial hardship to an entire airplane's load of people. I'm giving it a five. And and then they're and then they're also still trying to to feign innocence. So yeah, I'll, I'll co-sign that five. I'm I was I was I was leaning more towards a four, but you give a you've shown me some really compelling math here that all seems to check out. So yeah, five is the way we'll go. Okay, Buck. Our last story. Our last story. <laughs> um, oh, I can't. I hope it's. I hope. I hope you're gonna cover what I think you're gonna cover, man. Oh, what, what is our? What? What is our last story, Raz? What? What do we got? Our last story has to be about one of the dumbest people on an airplane in recent history. Video shows. This is coming from uh, USA Today, by the way. Video shows former boxing champion Mike Tyson hitting an airline passenger. Mike Tyson punched a passenger who was on an airplane during an incident that took place Wednesday night based on video published online by TMZ. The video footage shows uh, blood on the side of the man's head after the incident with 55-year-old Tyson, the former heavyweight boxing champion. Unfortunately, Mr. Tyson had an incident on the flight with an aggressive passenger who began harassing him and throwing a water bottle at him while he was in his seat. The passenger was seated in the row behind Tyson and was excitedly talking to the retired boxer before Tyson stood up, turned around, and unloaded with a flurry of punches. (laughs) The man shooting the video of the incident said, My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. (laughs) And the passenger uh, was, quote, just trying to ask him for an autograph. Man, I don't know what happened. The incident took place on a JetBlue flight that was scheduled to depart at 10 p.m. from San Francisco International Airport to Florida. On Wednesday, April 20th, 2022, at approximately 10.06 p.m., the San Francisco police assigned to the SFPD Airport Bureau were dispatched to a physical altercation on board of an airplane located at the domestic terminal of the San Francisco International Airport. The San Francisco Police Department said in a statement, officers had detained two subjects who were believed to be involved in the incident. One subject was treated at the scene for non-life-threatening injuries. That's actually kind of surprising. (laughs) One subject was treated on the scene for non-life-threatening injuries. The subject also provided minimal details of the incident and refused to cooperate further with the police investigation. Both subjects were released pending further investigation. The SFPD is aware of a video that possibly captured the incident, which surfaced following the initial investigation. The video was forwarded to San Mato County Sheriff's Office. JetBlue did not respond to requests for information. (laughs) So the guy was making a horse's ass of himself, threw a water bottle at Mike Tyson. (laughs) Dude! (laughs) Of all the people to pick a fight with. Yeah, oh man. I mean, Mike Tyson's not the most stable human being in the world to begin with. But he is, without a doubt, one of the most badass fighters ever to walk the face of this earth. And you want to pick a fight with him. I'm going I'm to pick a fight with Mike Tyson. Okay. You don't, keep, you don't keep the nickname Iron Mike through your fucking retirement if, if you can't live up to it. 
in- you know, <laughs> like if if like there are other boxers out there who once they retire, excuse me, once they retire, they would be the boxer formerly known as Iron Mike. As Iron Mike. Yeah, no, no, no. He's still Iron Mike. Dude's he's still got that title. And dude's let's just let's just say this. This is how nuts he is. Dude's got a tattoo on his face. <laughs> no, man. I'm not even going to candy coat it. I wouldn't hit Mike Tyson with your hands. I just wouldn't. I you know, just I, wouldn't. I haven't watched the video, but it's right here. And, and if, the, if the listeners will indulge me for a few seconds, I'm going to click and listen and watch. Oh, my God. This guy had it coming. I can see it already. So but just, just, to, just to paint the story here. Uh, Dude is across the aisleway. They're in first class seating. The first class actually has like the little compartments. And he's videotaping over like over the aisle to his friend who's looking right at the camera, making like gestures. And he's up there like like rapping right in Mike Tyson's ear, like bending over his seat, messing with him. And, and, and he's literally like videoing this guy harassing Mike Tyson. Not the smartest thing this dude's ever done. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. Should have never gave you his money. <laughs> now the guy's actually has a has a cup of water, making fun of Mike. That blue mint flight. And now they show the guy with the bloodied up face. Turn that way. Yeah, he got fucked up. <laughs> trying to ask for an autograph, man. Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, come on. <laughs> and another it was the video that actually shows him kind of getting his ass whipped is from a couple aisles back or a couple rows back so yeah the guy had, looks like he had it coming <laughs> violence isn't usually the answer but you kind of you kind of like tied your own noose with this one kid <laughs> hey oh whose fault is it when it happens okay the guy who pokes the bear is he at fault for not reading the sign that clearly says don't poke the bears or is it the zoo's fault for having the bear exactly okay if you if you poke the bear i just i just said he tied his own noose with this one man he 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 really really did did. no i'm not i am not doing anything but agreeing with you man like this guy stuck his he that's why he won't cooperate with police man because he knows he ate his shit he's got to eat that shit sandwich like that's why the, the police are like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" He's like, "No, nope, fuck you." <laughs> like he doesn't even want to. He doesn't even want to admit it, man. Yeah, just, just be. Like, dude, just, how- just be. Like, take the story and 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 ride it. You know, through through the bars of the rest of your life. That hey, I got my ass kicked by Mike Tyson once. <laughs> it's, yeah, because no one's I mean, gonna, like- no one's gonna look down on you for losing a fight to Mike Tyson. They're just gonna yeah, be. And the, they're just. They're actually gonna put you on a pedestal for saying you survived a fight with Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, you know, and Mike Tyson, in my opinion, I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. He gets a zero. Like Mike Tyson gets no social liability score, man. Being that famous and being in the limelight, that's stressful as shit. And then people coming up and acting like a damn fool about it, doing shit to just push you over the edge. That's this man's fault, and he knew it. And he knew it. That's why we don't see it more in the news. Mike Tyson received charges. Mike Tyson ain't going to see shit about this. And that's why I'll go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead right now, and I'll go ahead and say that this man gets a two and a half, maybe a three. You know, he was dumb enough to do it. He's dumb enough to do it, but when the cops got there and the rubber hit the road, he's not cooperating. 
Like, those cops want to bust Mike Tyson. He's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> like, no. Nope, I'm not cooperating with you. I did this. Like, this is me. This wasn't him. Like, that's what this looks like. So I'm not I'm not going to score this guy a three or a four. I'm going to keep him below the threshold. Yeah. Of, you know, I'm just casually stupid is, is what I'm going to rate him as. You know, two, two and a half. I'll give him the two just because I think he uh, he paid the consequence for his actions. <laughs> so. Right. I, I mean, like that's that's just it. At the end of the day, it really is. The only per the only person who got hurt was truly the person who deserved it. I mean, Mike might have hurt his fist a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's why he's still. That's that's why we're not giving him a zero score. Right. He gets a little bit. He gets he he gets a little bit. But not much. That being said, folks, that's going to bring us to an end of this episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel to search for Social Liability Podcast. You can also find us on any, any, any podcasting platform. So I ask that you just tell a friend, get someone else to listen, you know, do us a solid. I am the Razgrees. My co-host is the Buck, wishing you all a happy and safe week.